This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. So last night, Tom Thibodeau was asked, would you consider a lineup change because Grimes is not played well? He likes Grimes. I think he's going to stick with him a little bit longer, Gordon. And it's not, it's going to have to be where they may go through a streak where they lose a couple of games Mm -hmm. where he is still struggling and struggling defensively before he'll make that move. I think he'll hang with Grimes a little bit longer. Yeah, I would think so. It's something that would make some sense. He took one shot last night. Yeah. So it might be better, he might be better off going to that second unit and and at least he'd have more. He's not going to have fewer opportunities, that's for sure. Uh, So I would think that if they're going to make a switch, that's the most obvious one. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Yankees, it's official. They have Juan Soto. So hopefully now Brian Cashman will be able to breathe a little bit. And the next line of business for the Yankees to sure up some other spots offensively and now to work on the starting pitching. Because now you have, you've done a great job. You filled a big hole in your offense. And, Gordon, remember last year I used, I used to always say, remember when the Yankees used to talk about how they lengthened their lineup and yeah. the line was, it was a circular lineup? Mm-hmm. You're close to getting a circular lineup again with, with what you have potentially. And just think about this. Right now, you move a bunch of folks further down in the order that you don't have to have them up in the order now. You take them out of, you know, what could possibly be. I mean, if you took a poll on how many weird people were in the cleanup spot (laughs) in the lineup last year. Willie Calhoun for 200, uh, Alex. Yeah. Uh, Jake Bowers. Yeah. Um, How about uh, Juan Soto? That sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, you know, I don't gonna, think it'll be clean up, but I, I mean, in I'm going to push back on the let's give Brian Cashman credit. Give him credit. The, the deal is done. He got it done. I could have done this. Like, go get Juan Soto. Yes, this is the most. You, you don't have to be a good GM to know go get Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, this more credit belongs with Hal because it, it's clear at this point if they are still in on Yamamoto, and it doesn't seem like there's any reason to believe that they're not still on Yamamoto. Mm hmm that they are increasing the payroll to $300 million. Right. And they're the Yankees. Nobody's going to give Hal too much credit, but to me this is a Hal move more so than it is a Cashman move. The only thing I will say for Cashman is that there was that rare opportunity, Gordon, and maybe a possibility that you give up too much because you're desperately trying to get Juan Soto. And in the back of your mind, you have to say, well, okay, we're giving up prospects, but – what happens if we only have him for one year? You know what I mean? So you sure. don't want to give up too much mm-hmm. because you may only have him for one year. But, you know, like you said, you worry about that once you get him here. Yeah. And and then if he loves it, and let's say you have some success, Gordon, let's say you go deep into the postseason. Of course, you want to win. But let's say you go deep into the postseason. Now he tells his agent, I know you want the best for me, but I kind of want to stay here. And so now that helps you even more. Yeah, uh, I, I you would think if he has a good experience here, turning down that money in, in Washington, oh, he, he didn't want to be, want to be, in, he in, Washington. be in Washington. So they could have offered him anything. He didn't want to be in Washington. And the deal, I don't know if we have what the deal is, but according to uh, Chris Kirshner of The Athletic, it is uh, basically what it's been reported to be. Soto, mm-hmm. Trent Grisham going to the Yankees, Michael King, Drew Thorpe, Randy Vasquez, Johnny Brito, and Kyle Higashioka heading to San Diego. How does Higashioka get to go? 
Well, they needed. I guess they needed a catcher, and the Yankees have wow. have kind of three catchers, mm-hmm. so they'll they'll stick with uh, Wells from last year, mm-hmm. and uh, Trevino is still back, right. so they right. they figure they have some some excess there. So, mm-hmm. um, look, you, you you don't like giving up King. King is the one piece I think a lot of Yankee fans grew to really like and and mm-hmm. could envision. Be you have to give up something to get you get Juan Soto. Yeah, and and really in the in the. The whole part about it, Gordon, okay, he's got to go. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, I get it. You asked me at one point, is there anybody that you would not be willing to give up? And no. <laughs> they didn't give up. You know, when the when the conversations first started, it was going to have to be Volpe. It was right, going to have right. to be Dominguez. It, right. It was Michael King. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, and I think Michael King's a year away from free agency as well. So if yeah. Michael King goes out to San Diego and has this amazing year next bring year, him back. You, you can bring him back. We're Absolutely. talking about bringing back Jordan Montgomery. You can certainly bring him back. Yeah, no question. And that and that's the next spot now, right? You try to start that starting pitching situation and lock that in. I don't think they always seem to do well with the bullpen. I don't think the bullpen's going to be an issue because they always find the only people. only concern you would have is they've given up a lot of pitching here. They mm-hmm. lost some guys in the Rule 5, and they were always able to kind of find these guys yeah. that you, don't, you, you hear about but you don't really know that much about, and then all of a sudden you'll hear in camp, this guy's been impressive. They mm-hmm. do a very good job. And even the, the, the most ardent Yankee hater would have to admit the Yankees do a very good job developing relievers. They do. Position players, not so much. <laughs> Starting no. pitching, not so much. But relievers, they do. But they have lost a lot of pitchers here, so that would be interesting to see how they are able to deal with that. Buddha's in the Bronx. He's next on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, guys. You know, you started off with uh, Uncle Richard, and he was talking about the college football playoffs. He was right and he was wrong. I mean, that Michigan-Alabama game, whoo, like Keith Jackson used to say, whoa, Nelly, that's an old-school <laughs> football game right there, baby. And, you know, if you like coaching, you like running the football, you like strategy, that's going to be a great game. But where uh, Uncle Richard was wrong was he just tried to slight, you know, my guy. Everybody keeps doing it. <laughs> Michael Penix Jr. He's just like, yeah, when Texas plays Alabama. Uh, listen, Lee Corso has a saying, <laughs> not so fast, baby. Let that game play out. I know Washington is not great on defense, but they make enough plays, and they're not great as a running game, but they run the football enough. Uh, Danielle went to the human ankle bracelet, you know, Julius Randle again. I mean, God, you know, he's just totally preventing the Knicks from making that big trade that you want. And not necessarily about him being a part of it because nobody wants him. But, you know, when he's on the court, I mean, him and R.J. Barrett, it just it really just does not work. And the Knicks need to feature either R.J. Barrett or quickly. And it might really need to be R.J. Barrett because you got a thousand wings. Uh, you don't have that many backup point guards, so I, I think that quickly, in a, in a lot of ways, is becoming more valuable to the Knicks than R.J. Barrett is. But then, you know, <laughs> we're back, baby. <laughs> you know, Juan Soto, the news came through, and we were all holding our breath and not trying to get too excited because we've heard some things and things didn't work out. And, you know, if I hear one more, I mean, these pencil pushers that keep trying to talk about how his, his his base running and his fielding might be an impediment. Let, let, let me, like Ricky Ricardo said, let me explain something to you. I don't need him to run the bases. I need him to clear the bases. You understand? And how good of a fielder was Reggie Jackson? How did that work out? So, you know, please, let us be happy. Let us bask in this glory that finally New York City is getting a team again that they can be proud of because, good God, besides the Rangers, we ain't got nothing here. I don't care which side of the coin you're on. But I say this, guys. 
and it's a very bittersweet moment because I'm super excited about Soto. You know, uh, you know, I don't even want to go into it. Like, I wish my father was alive, man, and he could see this because this is how it used to be. This is what it was when we, when we knew we were going to get the guy and we knew we was going to be that sugar honey iced tea. But I had a very sad moment today. And when that news came in about Norman Lear, mm, yeah. for a guy, for a kid who grew up in the 70s, you know, I lost a giant today, man. Mm. You know, this man gave me more Finley, the Bunkers, the Jeffersons. You want to talk about a, you want to talk about an iconic uh, uh, a figure on television in the black community, George Jefferson? Mm. Please come on, he was everything to us. And um, you know, the Evans family, mm-hmm. Fred and Lamont. Yep. I mean, do you know he helped produce that movie? I didn't even know about that. Until I was listening, he helped produce that movie Stand By Me, where I don't care who you are. If you're above the age of 50 years old, you know that's one of the top 10 movies of all time. Where he said, yeah, they they just became nameless faces in the hallway when he was talking about the other two cats. I mean, listen, unbelievable. And um, I, I clearly remember two things as a young person. And we, you know, we remember the episode, the last episode of MASH. I, I was a little bit older. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget that episode when Archie Bunker went into the bedroom and Edith was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never will forget that. I remember where I was. I remember what I was wearing. I think me and my sister had had some Jiffy popcorn on the, on, on the stove. And then also, maybe to a lighter extent, I'll never forget when Wheezy was looking through that telescope. Mm. And it was Halloween. And they said, what's the matter? She said, I just saw a man in a bunny rabbit suit kill somebody. I remember these things like like, like, like it was yesterday. And, and not to wash away, too, he also introduced us to Valerie Bertinelli. Oh, so hot. I mean, rest <laughs> in peace. <laughs> Love that dude, man. He, he did a lot for us. Juan Soto, baby. <laughs> Bull is happy. He should be. He's happy. He's right. happy. That's good. Good to hear him happy. And you notice he didn't mention somebody? He didn't mention the team tonight? Isn't that good? Well, he had a lot of things there. I'm sure he would love to have talked about some, no, he some loved Zach to, Wilson. No, he didn't want to And some Robert Salah. No, no, no. No, he, no he, was, he was happy. But, you know, it's funny what he mentioned about Norman Lear, Gordon, because he changed TV. Absolutely. No question. I mean, you look at TV before he got there mm-hmm. and look at TV and the influence that he left. Yes, that just totally no changed TV. I mean, it, it was. I mean, <laughs> CBS made a lot of money off Norman yeah, Lear. Yeah, no question. <laughs> they I did. mean, you take you talk about like greatest hits, yes. right? You talk yeah. about you go see a concert, you see bands. Like, what's their? Mm-hmm. What do they close with? Yeah, Norman Lear's greatest hits. Boy, that's that's as big as it gets. It is, and just and to have Gordon the guts to talk about certain things that went on in that era. Mm-hmm. During that generation, mm-hmm. race, uh, women's rights, yeah, uh, you know, so many different things, so so many different things, and to do it in a comedic way, so he wouldn't offend you, right? But made he you was really entertaining think about you, it. but he was also making people think. He was teaching you, yeah, he was teaching you how you know you know you need to re- you need to rethink how you're thinking about some of this stuff here. He was great. He was great. There's no question about it. He was sorely missed.
This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Chatting with you about the Yankees getting their guy, Juan Soto. And he didn't have to get up, didn't have to give up Gordon as much as we had heard earlier. That's why you can't make these moves. This is a negotiation process, and, and I think fans sometimes forget about that. So, oh, see, he's going to mess this up. We're going to lose it. You know, you, you can't jump at the first moves. These are negotiations. You're trying to – they're trying to get the most from you. You're trying to get the least. You're trying to give up the least. They're trying to get the most. And some way you knew they needed pitching, so that's the way you went heavily, skewed heavily for that. And, th- and that's what you do. Now, listen, your lineup is <laughs> a thousand percent – one person makes your lineup a thousand percent better than it was last year. Yeah, and you, and you would like to think that – uh, Volpe, you're going to get more from him in year two. Uh, mm-hmm. Glaber, if you can get him just doing what he did this past season, that would be fine. Uh, you have a healthy Rizzo. It also kind of banks on can you get any? What can you get out of Stanton? Yeah, I don't have very high hopes for that moving forward. But no, in terms of one move, this is. And since we're giving credit to people, I will say this: maybe this is a sign that. It felt very much like when you heard Brian Cashman talking after the season that they they were sticking to their guns. They put a good team together, and it was almost like they were going to run things back and, and not make some big, splashy move. Maybe this is a sign that they knew they couldn't do that. They had to go out there and, and make a, a big move. And maybe, you know, we're giving credit to, to Hal, giving credit to Brian Cashman. How about maybe a little credit to Yankee fans? If Yankee fans who get criticized all the time for being as ticked off as they are Maybe if they weren't as ticked off as they were, the inclination would not have been to make as as monumental of a move as getting this guy. So uh, it's it's good news all around for the Yankees. And now all you have to do is just go sign Yamamoto as well. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting because uh, Brian Cashman weighed in on you know competing with his crosstown rival. Oh, I don't know if anybody can compete with Steve Cohen. A titan of, of, of industries had a lot of success and built an empire, so which has allowed him to do things like the Mets. You know, so good for him and uh, his family. And you know, we can just concentrate on what we're going to concentrate on. We'll obviously it's a player of interest, and we'll we'll compete for him and see where that takes us. And, and it'll be enough or it won't be enough. But as I said, I think we do have a strong setup currently, and we just like to add to it. Now we mentioned in our rundown, Gordon, that Steve Cohen went over to Japan to speak with. Mr. Yamamoto and David Stearns was asked, this is before, about what's that pursuit been like from the Mets standpoint? When you're pursuing someone who is very highly sought after free agent is going to get a lot of money, you have to strategize around that. And so if we get him, that, that probably leads us down one path in the offseason. If we don't get him, we'll adjust and, and go down alternate paths. The stakes have just gone up for them getting him, Gordon. They, As, as you mentioned earlier, they really have to make a move because – you can't be outbid right now. No. This is a this is a war on the back page. And, you know, this would be on the heels of, well, I'm not going to bother with the Yankees and challenge them on Aaron Judge. You mm-hmm. know, that's their yeah, guy. That's I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I understand okay? that. Getting so he did that. War. You know, right. he didn't want to get in a bidding war, but he might be he might be prepared to get into a bidding war now uh, over this, now that the Yankees have signed Solo. Because solo. If, you're, if you're saying we're not going to be – competing at the highest level next year but we Mm -hmm. still expect to be competitive Yamamoto is the guy you have to land 25 years old comes with the resume everybody's after him you have the the bully pulpit of Steve Cohen's wallet there is no price tag that's too big for for that team Mm -hmm. 
I, I think that if they don't get Yamamoto, that is a massive failure that is almost tough to overcome this offseason. Now, look, they can still have a good team, but the Mets have always lived in the Yankee shadow. Mm-hmm. And this year was the first time in 30 years where it seemed like the Yankees were exiting the stage and the Mets, not that they had a good year, but, you know, with David Stearns on board and, and Cohen's money, they were now going to overtake somehow. If you if you strike out on this guy, I, I don't know. I, I mean, like, Otani doesn't fit them as well as Yamamoto no. does. Because mm-hmm. if you're saying we're not going to be really competing for a couple of years – Otani's 29 now, right? So that's a couple years. He's a, a sensational talent, of course, but it doesn't look like he wants to play on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. What's the other move? Yeah, you're right. You, then you have to go to plan B, and now you're looking at right. you know, and Blake think, Snell. Right. And, and and you think Met, You think we, we talk about fan bases getting ticked off. Can you imagine Met fans watching the Yankees after having a season where they still finished above 500, mm-hmm. going out and getting Juan Soto and Yamamoto and the Mets are left to what? Blake Snell? Mm-hmm. Sloppy seconds. Sloppy seconds. That's what you mean. Nobody left wants sloppy seconds. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Especially after the year you had. Okay. Right. The Mets your year thing, was worse. Your year was worse. Year was worse because you pivoted in the middle of the year to say, okay, let's build a farm system. And listen, it, it, it was probably the right move. It because, probably was. You know, you weren't winning. You could see that. But, and once again, Gordon. You still you still have that situation with Pete Alonso hanging over your head as well. You know you got to get that done. Yeah, that, you that, really that, have to get that done. That's just what they need to do: lose Soto, lose Yamamoto, and then go trade Pete Alonso this offseason. <laughs> oh my God! I think Jet fans are ticked off. Oh no, no, they can't do that. No. They can't do that. They won't do that. But you know, it it, it is interesting to see what they're going to do. And now you're starting to hear. You know, all the, the prospects that the Yank, the Mets have are going to be really good. The prospects, look at they got this prospect and that prospect. And listen, you know, you know as well as I do. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. The ones you think are going to be good sometimes aren't. The ones that you don't think about really surprise you. You, you never really know. It's not an exact science. They should be good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and yes, I understand that they have uh, Acuna's brother. I get right. it. Right. And, you know, but. Listen, and this is, I don't mean any disrespect. Maybe they can get Soto's nephew. You know, I don't mean any disrespect, but Gerald Wilkins was not Dominic. No, right, exactly. <laughs> right. There's usually one brother who's way better than the other brother. You know, right. Giannis the Mannings, is not his brother. The, the Mannings are the exception to the rule. Yes. But, you know, I, you know he, he, was, he, was, he was a Nick, mm-hmm. and I, I rooted for him. But I would have rather have had Dominic than have Gerald. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. I think you can say that safely, yeah. <laughs> This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Hardesty and Damer till midnight on 98.7 ESPN. Eduardo Rodriguez, four-year, $80 million contract to sign with Arizona. Okay. So um, Eduardo was taking his his, uh, talents to Arizona, leaving How how much did he get? Four years, $80 million. Wow. $20 million a year. And with this investing option and bonuses, the deal can reach five years and $99 million. How about that? Why not? Does he have any opt-outs after a couple of years or something? Uh, he'll come it's up good. with something. Yeah. He'll come up with something. There's no question as, about as that. As happy as Yankee fans are today, mm-hmm. could you imagine being in Scott Boris's house? Yeah. 
They could they could hear the shouting from the east wing all the way out of the west wing. <laughs> They're pretty happy. Yeah. yeah, they are pretty happy. The second basement, they could hear the shouts all the way down there. No question about that. All right, Gordon, let's have a little fun. Give, give me, uh, give me. Let's let's throw some lineups around. Okay. I'm curious. All right. Would you put? Uh, would you start? Because I saw uh, Yes had a possible lineup, and they had Verdugo in the leadoff spot instead of maybe DJ. Now I know that I know that DJ's taking a step back and whatnot, but mm-hmm. I kind of liked him in the leadoff spot yeah. when he because of his ability to make contact. Now everything. I don't know what version of DJ I'm getting yeah, anymore. True. That's the only problem. Now he did have a strong close to the season, mm-hmm. uh, but it seems like he's one of these guys now that is just always going to be hurt. Yeah. Uh, but in a perfect world, yeah, that would make because he's like the on base guy, mm-hmm. right? He can get on base, and um, he probably outside of of the obvious guys and Soto mm-hmm. and, and Judge probably has the best on base uh, of the group. So are you going to go lefty, righty, lefty, or are you going to put some guys back-to-back? Would you do – in other words, would you do uh, – obviously Judge is going to continue to hit second. Mm-hmm. So I would assume then Soto would hit third. You know, I think that maybe they might move Judge back to third mm. because Soto is just such an on-base machine mm-hmm. that that's the guy that you want him to be hitting in front of Judge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Soto's batting leadoff some days. And yeah, they go Soto-Judge. You know could what? Let's, yeah. get, let's get a 2 nothing lead in the first inning. Let's go. Let's, let's, put, let's put the teams on the defensive. Let's get, let's get a lead. You're right. It's possible. Uh, Stanton, Stanton would still stay clean up, you think? Or you kind of fold him up and so, down? I would think so, but what, what version am I getting? You don't know. Oh, he's going to be great first month of the season. Will he? <laughs> um... I know oh, he's going to come into uh, he's going to come into camp lighter, flying around the bases, flexible, flying around the bases. He's he's, he's found some yoga. He's been doing some That's yoga it. this past. The, the right. flexibility is off the charts. Yeah. The 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 term that always gets you in the best shape of his career. Oh no! Don't say that. No, don't say that. No, you don't want to hear no, that. You That's never not the phrase you want to hear. No, no, you don't want to hear that. But I will say this for him. He is, Gordon, motivated. To do anything possible this offseason to be better, he was so he was honest and brutally disappointed in himself last season, and uh, you know, in 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 an era where we don't always hear athletes take accountability about their performance, mm-hmm. he was brutally honest about how bad he was last year, and he's going to try to do something to change it, whatever he can do. So I think whatever Stanton you'll have available, I think that he will be the best he can be at that moment. But I do think, and this is crazy, I do think you're going to have to rest him even more than, than you've rested him previously to make sure you have him as much as you can get him for the season. Yeah, I think you're going to have like, to. Can you get him for 100 games? You'd sign up for that right now. Yeah, I think you would. Sign up for that right now. 100 games and all the playoffs. And I would not think to start the year that he would, if everybody's healthy to start the year, mm-hmm. I would think you would have to, after the year he's had, move him down in the order and, mm-hmm. and not be relying on him. Right. Um. But this is this is a fun game to play. How, how long? How many games do you put him in the outfield? Now with the outfield well, that see, you have, a, yeah, I don't think any mm-hmm. because you're so like I I know he performed better at the plate when he played the outfield, but with him the inj- the injuries have been such a a problem, and I think that even when he was healthy last year, I just think they've taken such a toll on him. He's just not the same player anymore, mm-hmm. and I, I don't. Is he going to be a better runner of the bases next year? Oh, like God. I don't, I don't expect him to be a good oh, runner, God. 
But what was that? Was he nursing an injury? Was he worried he was gonna get hurt? I think it's a combination of all the above. Oh my lord! So that's that's a problem, and I'm I'm sure that problem is going to rear its head again at some point this year. But uh, these are these are fun these are fun problems to work with. And then what was scary? Not only, what was worse than the running was the the landing at home plate. He just like dropped. Yes. Like he's like, oh boom. Yeah, it was, it was scary. It's 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 weird for a guy who's in as good a shape as he is in, mm-hmm. and is a physical. I mean, yeah, marvel. He is. But with the year Torres had, I think I, I kind of like him in that six seven spot, Gordon. Torres. I think he might get moved up. I, I, I guess it kind of depends five, on what. Yeah, five six somewhere mm-hmm. around there. I would think. Yeah. Well, I tell you, it's 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 a difference. What a difference a couple of months make, right? Right. And and I guess you'd have to also wonder what where does Volpe fit into this? Mm-hmm. Is it possible he could because of his speed aspect? Lead is off. it possible he could be a leadoff guy? Like how much, how much better is he going to be in year two as opposed to year one? Offensively, all good problems to have. Yeah, it is. It's 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 a different problem than you've had previously. That's for sure. <sighs> this past year, man, that was that was a rough watch. It really was. It really was. And and you know, it wasn't easy for Met fans to watch their team either. Nope. <laughs> No, it was not. It really was not. It really wasn't. But that's but that's what you want. See, that's all you want your franchise to do, no matter what team you root for. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have a bad year. Everybody has a bad year. Fix it. And don't take forever to fix it. Go out and fix it. Do what you can to fix it. And, you know, they haven't. The Yankees haven't done that over the past couple of seasons. No. They, the Mets tried to do it. They, they fixed it a year before last. Mm-hmm. It went 101 games, and then you end up, Bowing out in the in, in the in the postseason because, and I always say this, and now people laugh at me. Oh, Larry, what are you talking about? They never recovered from that last that weekend ser- that week series in in Atlanta. In Atlanta, the end of the yeah. season, regular it's, season. They were never, never right recovered. Last year. Never no, recovered. From never that. recovered from that. Um, yeah, um, they, they they're going to have to make s- some moves of their own, and they they're probably going to be more under the radar moves. But I think that you can get by with those if you have the one big splash move, mm-hmm. and that has to be Yamamoto. And, and look, this is a sign that maybe the Yankees are, are done trying to pretend that they're the smartest guys in the room. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is not a move that you have to be the smartest guy in the room to realize no. that Juan Soto is the guy to go get, and quickly. And they did. And they did. They and got they did. it done. Yeah, so that's the best part. So that's our top story, as it turns out, on ESPN New York tonight, uh, this week, this this evening, rather. And, uh, you know, we'll keep an eye on what's going on with the uh, Yamamoto situation. That's going to be interesting to see who ends up with that. Maybe neither New York team gets them. Wouldn't that be something? And you know what? This is good for baseball Mm -hmm. to have, not to the Yankees, but to have some resolution to a big star. Because these last few off-seasons, it always feels like when it's football free agency, Boom, yeah. right away. Right away. When it's NBA, boom, right away. Yep. With baseball, it just drags on and on. Is he going here? Is he going there? It's good to have one of these moves off the table. Now, it might take a little while for us to get Otani. It might uh-huh. take a while for to get Yamamoto. But I, I think you can live with that when you have the one big move, at least to get things started, and, and there's still some big moves to be made. Otani is not helping baseball at all with what he's done. He hasn't talked since when? No. Since he left the field yep. hurt? Yep. He hasn't talked. Uh, what's the report I heard that if you even tell that you met with him, he's not going to sign with you? It's 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 crazy. I, he he's almost like uh, he's like a diva player. He's like a, a, a an NFL quarterback who wants to have the run of the show, or an NBA superstar who wants to have the run of the show. And we've seen some of those guys do that here, and it has not worked here. And it's clear he does not want 
the the bright lights Mm-mm. of New York City. There's, he doesn't want any part of that. He's not performed in the short couple of times that he's performed. He's not performed well here. So uh, maybe it turns out it's Toronto. I I would be fat I, I, if he goes back to the Angels. That tells me all I need to know. Yeah. He loves Mike Trout. That's what it tells you. Yeah. Yeah. That's not it. <laughs> I want. I want to have. I want to be able to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to control the media any way I want. I don't want to have to answer any questions I don't want to answer. Uh, whether we win or lose, I'm the best, and and it's just about me. But we shall see. Yep, we shall see. When we return, I'm going to give a big shout-out to a coach in this town who's doing a heck of a job with not a whole lot of talent. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. You know, Gordon, in the chill that is December, the way it's supposed to be, makes you think about the summertime a little bit, you know? It does. We need yeah. it back. We do. We See do. all those people that complain, oh, it's so hot today. See? See what you've done? Yeah. See what you did? It's true. Guilty. I'll raise my hand. I'm sorry. Sticks and Farner will come together for the Renegades and Jukebox Heroes Tour next summer at PNC Bank Arts Center on July 23rd. ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets all week at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Scroll down to contest and submit your entry. Brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets are on sale this Friday, this Friday, December 8th at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. And after you get your tickets on Friday, December 8th, you can head out to Long Island, Gordon. Yes, the Michael K. Show holiday party returns Friday, December 8th at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island, with special guest appearances by Wally Zerbiak, Amani Toomer, Rick DiPietro. Increase your chances of winning one of the holiday giveaways by bringing up to three, yes, three toys for donations. Mark your advent calendars and get ready to spread some holiday cheer at the Michael K. Show Holiday Party this Friday at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. It's brought to you by Momentum Solar, the New York Islanders, Jake's 58 Casino Hotel, Yingling Traditional Lager and Flight by Yingling, the perfect beers for the holiday season. Security Dodge. Visit securitydodge.com and come get some selection and benefiting the Garden of Dreams Foundation. Make sure you tell uh, Michael and the guys, Gordon and I, said hi when you go out there to see them at your mother's house. On now, will Friday. you be making an appearance? This is a Long Island appearance. Usually, for those that don't know in the listening audience, I do appearances in Jersey. Larry does everything else. Like uh, Elliot Maddox back in the day, two-thirds of the world is covered by water. And uh, Elliot Maddox carries – was it Gary Maddox or Elliot Gary, Maddox? Gary, Gary Maddox. Maddox, right. Gary Maddox covers the other third. I cover Jersey. Larry covers the other two-thirds. Not sure about this one. Oh, Not really? Sure. Not sure. Okay. I got some other things I may have uh-huh. to move around, but I'm, I'm trying to show my face. Because I like to, you know. They'd be so the happy folks. to see you. Yeah. You walk in, every, and Larry's here. Hey! Mm-hmm. I, I, I show up and they're like, oh, this guy's here. No, that's not true. That, that is, oh, is definitely guy. not true. Nah, Normally know. I get, where's Gordon? No. And then I'm like, well, uh, <laughs> look, no, then I'm like, I'm, I, I, when well, I get well, a real, when I get an actual reaction, that's good. Sometimes I say, who's, who's this guy? This guy work at <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings? This guy work at your mother's house? <laughs> oh right! You, were, I, I pulled into the parking garage today. The guy looked at like he had seen a ghost. Yeah. Whoa! You're still walking the earth. I thought, you know, I didn't know. I wasn't sure. Oh man! Been a while. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a while. Been a while. Gordon, um, I've talked about it a, a little bit, uh-huh. but I got to take my hat off to Jacques Vaughn with what he's been able to do yeah. with this Nets team. I mean, they're eleven and nine after their one point win tonight. 
They don't have a lot. They don't have the superstar talent. No, I, I saw talked about it with us earlier yeah. in the week. But what he's able, what he's been able to do with them, I mean, not that we knew it wasn't going to happen. But if they could have, Gordon, if they could have gotten anything from Ben Simmons, anything, anything, we knew they weren't. But if they could have gotten anything from Ben Simmons, I mean, they might be, you know, flirting with a little better record than what they've got. But eleven and nine with the team they had. Uh, Cam Johnson, and they've had injuries at the beginning of the season that's cost them some games. And Cam Thomas, you know, when he scores, he's he's like a shooting machine. Uh, this team has played well. And now the question is going to be, I don't know how long it'll last. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the playing maybe would be really good for them. Playing would, would be, be great. That would be a, a but, big step in the right direction. But over 500 with that roster? And, you know, listen, Sean Marks might be able to make a move at the trade deadline to make them even a little bit better. Well, look, they're just on the start, right? Yep. They're just starting over. Uh, unfortunately, the Ben Simmons situation is what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, You're is. never going to be able to rely on that guy. And how much more does he have left? Does he have two more years left on his contract? They should be so lucky. Yeah, I think it's two more. Yeah. So if it's two more, look, I think that that's kind of the window. Like, yeah. like, do you have any pieces right now that are part of the long-term build? And it looks like they might have some of those mm-hmm. pieces. I think I Mikhail think so. Bridges is a really good player. Absolutely. Uh, so it's it's possible they do, and 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 it's going to be about. And I would think for Sean Marks, it's almost like you got your team back. Yeah, you're true. almost like a GM yep. again, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you you're, you're getting to you're not getting all the blame and and none of the decisions. You're getting to make all the decisions, and and the credit or blame goes in your direction. So yeah. And it's crazy, too, because you look back, but it should have worked. The movie he made should have worked. The the part Now, the, the, the Kevin Durant part of it should have worked. Mm-hmm. But you knew that Kyrie was going to be you know, oh, you a wild that, card. Yeah, you knew it was going to be a wild but, card. But then to compound it with James Harden was like... It, yeah. was, it was like a Faustian bargain where you knew each step of the way it was going to end badly. Mm-hmm. But you almost had to make the moves that you... Like you got into it with the best of intentions, but right. each step of the way, you just got deeper down in the hole, and you figured that each next step was going to kind of get you out of that hole. And if Kevin Durant, what does he wear, a 16? If he wore a 15, yeah. that would have been a three. And, and Who knows and maybe, what would have happened? Right, absolutely. It's amazing how we, we look back now, and it's, it's obviously a disaster because we know how it turned out, but there was an avenue. Mm-hmm. It might not have been a wide avenue, but there was a, there was a path to it yeah. being a success. Should have worked. It should have worked. It should have worked. You, the 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 bad part about it is you didn't realize how less of a leader Durant was, as far as trying to guide Kyrie. Listen, put this stuff aside. We gotta win. You know what I'm saying? We gotta win this. Let's. I understand what you're saying, but let's hang in there. Let's put ourselves together. Let's get this win. And then if you want to go, whatever you want to do, you go ahead and do whatever you want to do. But we gotta focus to try to get this. That's why we came together. I came here with you to make this work. Now you're leaving me here. You're disappearing. You're going wherever you're going. And now you know. And injuries. He does. He Kyrie never comes. He he is a shade. This side out of Kawhi Leonard. Those guys, they, they got to be a 1,000% before they come back from injury. And you can't have that when, you, when you're in the playoffs. Durant's leadership was right up there with Ben Simmons' durability. Yeah. And that's what hurt them. If he could have steered him and carried Kyrie, you know, listen. If you want to be the man and he wanted to – I'm, I'm, I'm the guy here, not yeah. you. But that was the same situation as we found out. That's what happened in Oklahoma City. He mm-hmm. plays – Russell Russell Westbrook was the guy making the decisions there. You know, give me the ball a little bit more. No, Russell Wilson was the, Russell uh, Westbrook was taking the final shot. Excuse me, I'm Kevin Durant. Should, can I can I have the ball <laughs> a little bit? Yeah, 
it's um, it, it should have worked here uh, each step of the way. It, it just it just it just got them deeper and deeper and deeper into it. And and now, unfortunately, when you get that deep down, it takes mm-hmm. you a couple of years to dig out. It does. And 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 look, this is when you sometimes you go into a season with no expectations. Any production you surprise. get, it's a surprise and it's yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. So for the nine net fans like Joe Leo, they they're 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 trying to swing over that tenth guy. All right. Now, what are we going to do? Speaking of Joe Leo, what are we going to do before we leave to get him to give up his jet? You, you're trying to maneuver to try to get him out of this jet family right. situation. Uh, let in. me ask you a couple of questions, Joe, before we find you. Do you enjoy attending games? In person? Yeah. No. No. How else would you do it? Yes, in person. Attending games. Yes. In person, yes. You do not enjoy attending. You would, you enjoy. So the, the game experience is not that important to you? No, not at all. Okay. How important is a fervent fan base? Do you want to be able to have people – I mean, you're a Net fan. Clearly, this is not uh, something that is important to you. But I'll ask the question, if you had to choose – would having a big fan base be important for you? Yes, I don't want to be like a Jaguar fan. Okay, all right. Let me ask you this. How do you like being a contrarian in life? Do you like being on the other side of things, or do you like to go with the group? Contrarian. Contrarian to a point. Hmm. You know, the team that I think, see, to me, if you're going to give up the Jets, you got to give up the jet the whole way. Yeah. So you're not going to go. I don't think you're going to be a giant fan. It's no, not I can't like do that. It's not like you're, they're they're any closer to anything right now. Sit down, Harvey. Don't 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 come in this room. I, I think that in some ways you might have to become a Miami Dolphin fan. A team on the upswing. You don't mind being contrarian. Was this just self-serving? For no, you? not at all. It's all based on your answers. If you had said you wanted a real big fan base, I was thinking more Philadelphia Eagles. Right. Mm-hmm. Something close that you could still attend games if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I think it's your only choice. I'll take it under advisement. That means no. I, look, I, I, I'm trying to help him. <laughs> that means this, no. This is like, he's like a young man. I'm looking at my 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 past self, right? Yeah, I, you can see. 25-year-old yeah. Gordon looking at another 20, mis- more than 20, miserable years rooting for a loser organization, doing God knows what to the insides of my body. Who knows what damage I've taken on? It's true. But see, I, I would I think you're on the right track, but I think he needs to get out of the division. He needs to not think about Jets anymore. If he if he becomes a Dolphin fan, he's going to see them twice a year. He yeah, you'll to, beat them twice a year. That's he great. To, it's fantastic. He needs, to, he needs to get away. He needs to get away. He needs to go to another conference. Well, you can't go Kansas City. You, no, can't, you can't go, go top City. of the food chain. You know, go you gotta you gotta be there for some of the misery, so that when you experience, if you ever do, there's mm-hmm. no guarantees. Then at least you can say, "Hey, I I I got one through some of the hard times." Yeah, yeah. So he 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 can, but at least you're giving him something to mull over. Yeah, I think maybe on Saturday we might do more of this. Yeah, maybe tomorrow night. What, 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 what after Knicks tomorrow night? Yes, uh, no, not Knicks or Friday. Oh, Islanders. after Islanders tomorrow. Oh, then we'll have plenty of time. We're not going to Oh, I don't know. You yeah, never know how long that post game goes. <laughs> that's true. That's you know, true. You that's never the, know. Yeah. That's, they, they, they've that's got like, like, big, could be like game seven. Yeah, yeah they, got a, they have a lot of staff mm-hmm. that they have to thank for those games. A lot of people games. to thank, yeah. A lot, a lot of, of staff. A lot of people go into that.
Well, I'll see you tomorrow night. Sounds good, Larry. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York Tonight. We thank you for joining us. Joe will have an answer to who his new team will be tomorrow night. Also, we've got Know Your Opponent tomorrow night as well. Harvey, Joe, thank you very much. Conversation continues right here on 98.7 ESPN New York.